And may God protect our troops. Well, President Biden there ending a what, half an hour address to the American nation, not taking any questions from journalists. He's now walking back uh, from the podium. This was a speech which I think has divided opinion, um, as exemplified by these two tweets that I've just read. Uh, Morell says, so far he's blamed the previous president, the British forces. It won't be long until he blames the murdered Marines. He's a revolting man. Scott on the other hand, says, listen to this and then think about the autocratin that we have running this country. It's shameful, it's embarrassing. My God, that is how you behave at the top. Well, I thought it was probably the kind of speech that he should have given at least a week ago. Um, it was slightly meandering, it was very repetitive, but it was very robust, more, much more robust than I've heard him before. Um, he was absolutely adamant that it was right to end the war in Afghanistan, completely unrepentant, and um, clearly he doesn't regret the decision at all. Well, Simon Marks, our Washington correspondent, joins us again. What did you make of that, Simon? Well, I thought it was extraordinary, Ian. I'm not altogether sure why he was shouting so much. He was shouting a lot, and uh, in many ways I think what we just heard was the authentic uh, Joe Biden, uh, whose position on Afghanistan and a wide array of other foreign policy uh, challenges that the United States faces has so troubled so many members uh, of the Washington elite for a very long time. It was, after all, the former Defence Secretary Robert Gates, uh, who has served both Republican and uh, Democratic presidents in his career, uh, who wrote in his memoir that Joe Biden has been on the wrong side of every foreign policy decision for four decades. But this was a different Joe Biden than the Joe Biden that the public has seen previously. This was the Joe Biden finally, it seemed, liberated to tell the public that he'd never thought Afghanistan was a good idea. This is the Joe Biden who irritated Barack Obama by not uh, coming on board to support the operation uh, to eliminate uh, Osama bin Laden and remove him from the battlefield. But this is a Joe Biden who contradicted himself uh, in a number of different ways in that speech. I mean, once again, he claimed that ISIS-K are the sworn enemies of the Taliban, um, and yet the Taliban, according to US government officials, have released thousands of ISIS-K uh, prisoners as they have taken over the country and allowed ISIS-K uh, to operate uh, on the streets of Kabul with impunity, as the country saw uh, only four days ago with that awful... Uh, suicide bombing attack uh, on um, the uh, Kabul airport that killed 13 uh, American troops, two British nationals and of course nearly 200 Afghans. He uh, insisted that for those Americans who remain and at times in the speech he sounded a little irritated uh, with the Americans who had uh, failed to avail themselves of earlier opportunities uh, to leave Afghanistan, we will make arrangements to get them out if they so choose. But he's already failed to get them out when they so chose and Republicans are going to uh, continue to have a field day with that. Uh, he um, vigorously repeated the claim that the only choice he faced when he became President of the United States was either to honour the agreement that the United States under Donald Trump had struck with the Taliban or to flood thousands of troops back into Afghanistan to fight a war. I mean, it's not at all clear that the vast majority of foreign policy uh, analysts here think that that was his only choice. Uh, and then at the end there, there was what is now becoming um, a constant 
when President Biden speaks about Afghanistan, and that was the reference to his late son, Beau, who, of course, died of brain cancer uh, back in 2015, did spend a year uh, in combat uh, in Iraq. And it's become just increasingly evident over the last two or three weeks that the influence of Beau Biden and the grief that the president still feels for the loss of his son is a major driver behind his determination to end, as he put it, America's longest war. He says uh, that there's no national security interest for the United States in Afghanistan. That will come as a surprise to all of those American military veterans who spent the last two decades there. He says that the only interest the U.S. has is in making sure that Afghanistan never serves as a haven for terrorists to plan plots to attack the American homeland. That's a huge hostage to fortune for Joe Biden going forwards from this speech. Simon, thank you very much. That's Simon Marks, our Washington correspondent, reacting to President Biden's half-hour address, which we carried in full. Um, one or two of you wanted me to cut it short, but I thought, well, this is actually quite some spectacle, because as Simon Marks said... Well, Simon described it as shouting. It was certainly a fairly boisterously delivered speech. I wonder what you make of what President Biden had to say. That's a question I'm going to be asking you over the next 60 minutes. We were going to be talking about Geronimo the alpaca, but I think this kind of outweighs the importance of that, don't you?